Hello, Esther Deborah here, and this is Agape Love. Love is here. This is one of the many video sections of the ministry of Pastor Deborah, helping people the Lord's way. Please enjoy the video, and we look forward to you coming again. Pastor Deborah hopes you enjoy hearing about how she has learned. How to help people the Lord's way and have her many wonderful spiritual experiences throughout many, many years of helping people. Welcome again to a video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. This is Pastor Deb. Love always and forever. Hello again, Pastor Deborah here. And we are continuing on learning about and understanding and rediscovering the kingdom of darkness. We're going to begin part four, right from where we left off in part three. It's everybody here sitting down, because these are stressful, turbulent times down here. And we all have to understand what is going on behind the scenes sort of speaking in the kingdoms that are on this earth for there's two of them there's the kingdom of darkness which means ignorance which we're learning about it's run by a king and all of his servants and his armies and his forces and his powers he's called the god of this world that is currently in operation worldwide. And there's another kingdom. Called the kingdom of heaven. It has returned. It came in a young man named Christ Jesus. And he left it with his followers and believers. And he went to a cross. And after his death and then his resurrection. He breathed back into the world. Through a mighty wind. The kingdom of heaven. That came in. The Holy Spirit. So we have these two kingdoms. The kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of darkness. Both on planet earth. Right now. Working through people. Working through nature. Working through all kinds of. Concepts and ideas. Beliefs and philosophies. Both have an agenda. Both desire to get into our spirit, our soul, and our physical body, and rule and reign us. And from that position, both kingdoms desire to be the ruling governmental system through its ambassador here on planet Earth. The world, the kingdom, was the spirit and the soul and the physical body. Both kingdoms are here. Both kingdoms are at work. Excuse my computer. My firewall just keeps trying to tell me to do something. I don't pay any attention to it. So today we're going to pick up on the kingdom of darkness part four in this video. Where did we leave off? Well, we left off in part three. But before we get started, let's pray. We're going to be going into some very hard stuff to hear, to understand, and perceive. 
so we're going to need a little help. Dear Father of the Kingdom of Heaven, You who have given us light and truth, who have poured out your love from a cross, your mercy and forgiveness, and have given us an everlasting covenant of peace between you and us, all of humanity. Father, we come and ask your help on this video, that you will help us to spiritually hear and see and understand what these words are going to be telling us about the kingdom of darkness. Help us to see beyond our feelings and our known ideas and to see what is behind the kingdom of darkness. What is ruling it? How it operates? Help us, Father, for we are in great ignorance about it and we need you to help us. We ask you to make the words to be able to be heard Find anything that would stop this truth from shining out. And we thank you, Father, for you desire us to be learned, mature, spiritual believers. And we have to know not only about you and your kingdom, but about the kingdom of darkness. Thank you, Father, in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, is everybody ready? No, it's not going to be scary, sweetie. No, I'm not going to talk about real frightening things. Just the truth. So it is going to shed some light on some ideas you've had, some beliefs you've had, maybe some principles, maybe some of your cultures or traditions, maybe even on other belief systems. But I'll go slow so we can make it. All right, we're going to do a little quick review. We left off in video three, I believe. We had just seen Cain kill his brother, Abel. And God and Cain had talked. God had kicked Cain out of his presence and said the earth was going to curse him now. Because the earth had to swallow up the blood of this young man named Abel. So now Cain, who was the firstborn, we believe, of Adam and this helpmate called woman, which means the wound man, the body that would carry the um, new spiritual being, and whose name became Eve, after the fall, which meant the mother of all living. The only problem, the only thing that was alive was the flesh. The spirit part of us and them had died. The eggs inside of Eve had changed from living eggs to ones that were full of death, ignorance, and had become the eggs of another image and likeness carrying his DNA. And the sperm that was in Adam had become changed, perverted and twisted to another image and likeness. For both of them had tasted, touched this fruit from this tree of the knowledge 
of good and evil, which they were not to touch. But now they were intimate with, they were experiencing and getting knowledge spiritually, emotionally, and in their soul and physically of what good and evil was. So that was the condition Cain had come from them. Cain killed his brother out of jealousy, for that was the image of his father named Satan, the adversary of God. And when the earth took up this blood, and it was spilt on it, the earth was not happy. And when God came down to talk to Cain about what had happened, Cain says, it's not made good. I'm not my brother's keeper. It's none of your business. Who am I? <clears throat> so God knew. But he wanted to see if Cain would be repentive and confess. I'm so sorry. In a fit of rage, I'd killed my brother. Probably would have been a lot different for humanity. But he didn't. So God had to curse him. And he said, now the earth that you're going to till and work and farm, it will curse you. And your, which also includes your physical body will be a curse to you. So when you see a lot of sickness and diseases in the physical body, that is a result of the blood that was spilt from Cain against his brother Abel. It is part of the curse. The physical bodies made from the earth. Death is in it. And it works. And it has a legal right. So also not only was that curse put on Cain. But he was kicked out of this very presence. This hearing of this God. Talking to him. This relationship. Away from his family. Adam and Eve. And he married probably one of his sisters. And he left. He ended up in a land called Nod. That was on the east side of the garden. The land of Nod was a land of exile, wandering, and vagrancy. And that's where all people went. Cain represented spiritual man who had become, who became familiar with the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Very knowledgeable, very personal. And he has his image of God that had been desired to be on earth was now perverted. Of course, the kingdom of heaven was gone when Adam and woman disobeyed and ate of the fruit. The Holy Spirit, which carried and is the kingdom, left. Because disobedience in that kingdom, you were a traitor. You are unholy. You are unfit. You are exiled. You are a traitor. So Cain did not have the Holy Spirit. Was not connected to the kingdom. And now he's kicked out of the very presence of God himself. Kicked out of the family. To become an exile. A wanderer of vagrancy. And Cain represented us was cast out of the very life-sustaining and life-giving presence where we get our love, joy, and peace, our knowledge, was gone. 
to this spiritual land inside his spirit and his soul to a land of exile and wandering and vagrancy. So, let's pick up where we left off. This is the kingdom of darkness, as you can see. We are in part four. So now Cain is on the run. He is a spiritual man representing all of humanity, or at least one side of it. Because back with Adam and Eve, they had another child named Seth. Through Seth would come the solution to Cain's problem. Would come the answer. Would come the reconciliation for him and all of mankind. And that is going on while this Cain is going into the kingdom of darkness. Spiritual man was now in exile from his family, his nation, his country, his home, God's very presence. God tells us that this spiritual land of Nod is on the east of Eden. God tells us the word east means the front of a place, before, eternal and everlasting. Eden, we are told, means pleasure and delight, a region of Adam's home, the house of pleasure. Spiritual man was sent, cast out, banished, and was sent to a land eternally out of the pleasure, the delight, and the family of God's presence, the kingdom of darkness. And Cain knew his wife, means he had sexual relations with her, it was probably a sister. And spiritual man became familiar with his soul, his wife, his helpmate. And now these two physical bodies were going to produce a physical body that a spirit would come into that was now coming from the spiritual DNA that was perverted, cast out of the presence of God, and a traitor. So let's listen to a few things. Man, the spiritual part of us, had dethroned God as Lord in our spirit, our soul, and our physical body of our entire life and crowned ourselves, our soul, as the Lord. We were going to follow our feelings. We were jealous. We were going to attack. We didn't like being treated a certain way. We were going to kill. We had hate and envy and jealousy. This was the image and the likeness of the king of the darkness. Even though Cain did not know it at the time. He had been totally changed and was perverted. He did not hearken unto the voice of God anymore. Probably couldn't even hear it. If it did, it was scrambled. It was perverted and twisted. But he would listen to his soul, his feelings, his helpmate. Because they were now the king of this system. The one who was to be the king, the ruler and reigner of this system, of the spirit, the soul, and the physical body, had sunk, had fallen from that high place. 
it, it had sunk into the soul. It lost its crown. It's covered up in mud and flesh and lust and hate and envy. And all it can do now is follow around like the tail of a dog or an animal. It had no say, didn't know where it was going. So the soul became the king of the system of Cain and all of humanity. Eve had represented the soul of man, the helpmate. Because originally Adam was a full spirit, but he's going to be out here in this world, this earthly world. He was going to be able, the spirit man doesn't contact the earthly world. He lives back here in the realm of the spirit, connected back up to God, who's in the realm of the spirit. But God had this new land called earth that was out here. So the spirit man who was unseen, had to have a helpmate to help it express out to this earthly world the love, the nature, the goodness, the kindness, the leadership, the management of the spirit realm connected to God. That's what the soul was to do. It was a a vessel of reflection, of expressing, of giving earthly voice into the world and then through the physical body and that was how the pattern was set up but what happened when the spirit man disobeyed it fell into this soul everything got perverted the nature of those two parts of us became the image and likeness of the king of darkness Our spirit fell into ignorance. Our soul fell into the flesh and the lust and the desires. So Adam, the spiritual man, hearkened into the voice of his soul. So we're going to show you how this works. Satan came and was inside of a dirt body called a serpent. Didn't come outright because these creatures were like little children, and it would have frightened them. So he knew, Satan knew, the only legal creatures on earth was something covered with a dirt body. So here's a serpent with a dirt body. This Satan asked the serpent, if I could come into your body, and he says, sure. And then Satan talked through the serpent, be like an animal, talking to us we see that in the chronicles of Narnia the lion the witch and the wardrobe and the other movies we also see that in Dr. Doolittle where the animals talk so what had happened Adam and this helpmate called woman were used to hearing the animals talk talking with them okay it was natural So what happened when this serpent started talking to woman, the soul part of us, he stirred up in her all of its abilities of seeing with its natural eyes something, worked on the natural ears, and started things moving in the soul. It's called the lust of the flesh. He had her look with her eyes, and what did she see? Something pretty. For the eyes beautiful color 
shiny, sparkly maybe. Then he went after her physical appetite for the body. She said, oh, it'd be good for food. So she thought, huh, if I eat this, it'll be good for food. It'll make me feel good, sustain me. What's wrong with that? And then the final one, the lust of pride. You know, if you eat this, you'll get some special knowledge. And you will be wise like God. And he doesn't want you to be wise. He wants to keep you in ignorance and darkness. He's holding this wisdom back from you, this knowledge. And he knows if you eat that, the serpent was telling her, you'll get that. So she goes, huh, I want to be wise. This is the soul. It's a baby. I want to be learned and, and be knowledgeable. So the lust of the flesh was at work. Satan, through words, through a deceptive means, not out in the open, but, but through words, through something that was of this earth, a physical body, conversations occurring, working on the soul's desires, stirring them up. And what was Adam doing? What the spirit always does. At that, It was not interacting with the serpent because it's not in that world. It was sort of sitting back. Then what happened? The woman picked the fruit, whatever it is, took a bite. Nothing happened because the commandment was not given to the soul. The soul was not the source of the commandment. It was not the king of the system. It was sort of a servant, a helpmate. But the soul then turned and offered it to the spirit, the spiritual man, Adam. And he goes. Now how he decided to do that, that's another teaching. That we'll get into in another thing. So the spirit followed the woman, did what she did, then they both fell. That's a little background history. All right. So this spiritual man, he hearkened unto the voice of his soul. And he became ruled by the voice of his wife, not his God. The soul became the ruler of his system. Through the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. God had been dethroned in Adam's heart, in his spirit, in his soul, as the Lord of his life. Spiritual man now regarded his wife, his helpmate, his soul, as his God. I will follow you. I will listen to you. I'm married to you. We are one. So now in this condition, the spirit is no longer the ruler. They're both perverted in their image and likeness. And there, they fell directly into ignorance. That's what the word darkness means. The spirit man was now blocked from leading, from ruling and reigning, this three-part system, this whole territory of spirit, soul, and physical body, and from the earth. It's over with. 
He had to take a back seat, sort of speaking, and he could do nothing to stop the soul from doing more sin. The spirit man was held captive in darkness, in ignorance now, in the flesh. It was all perverted. There was no light in it, just like we learned about Cain. Kicked out of the presence, the voice, the glory, everything of God. It's trapped now in the flesh. It's held in this darkness by the soul. And the dragon, the serpent, that's where we get that from, who was the physical embodiment of a serpent, that's what it was called. But inside was some perverted spiritual being who used to be beautiful and glorious named Lucifer who had fallen and become Satan, the adversary of God. He was going to do just as God did. He's going to have a kingdom down here on earth through humanity, through the unseen, the, through the spirit, through the soul and the physical body. But he had to get his DNA, his image and likeness, into the sperm and the egg. He knew if he got them to disobey, just like he did when he was perfect in his formation, beautiful and glorious, that they would lose that, be cast out and down, just like he was. And that's exactly what happened. How I learned all of this, I studied the fall of Lucifer. I studied his beginnings, his beauty. I studied how he started thinking, having thoughts in himself about overthrowing the king of the kingdom of heaven, becoming the, the God, the creator himself, because he was so beautiful. He got blinded by his, the light, but the light wasn't him, that was the king's, and it perverted him. And when he got kicked out, he was going to have a family and he was going to be a God and have everything that this God had way up there that he could not have. But he had to create it down here through humanity. For Lucifer, who had become Satan, knew God's plans for spiritual man, the soul, the earth. And so he said, I will make it myself. I will build my kingdom of ignorance through the spiritual man called darkness. So now the dragon was in control. He had Cain. The rest of humanity, Seth and Adam and Eve, had more children. But none of them had the presence of the Holy Spirit in them. They were not in the garden. They were all out of the garden now Cain was going the farthest away because the Bible tells us a little while after this Seth started calling on the name of the Lord probably was having animal sacrifice praising God now they believed if they did this God would be forgiving of them would not kill them and maybe they could get back in the garden so the soul came into a powerful living existence when God breathed into spirit man who was in this earthen body when he was first getting made. The soul 
came into existence to help the spirit, the physical body. It was an intermediary. It was a complete kingdom and system. But the soul did not become a helpmate for Adam until God put Adam asleep and took out one of his ribs, one of his physical parts of his body. The soul was to be a helpmate, a physical part of him that was made from him, and the physical body. Out of the physical body, that's why the soul and the physical body are very connected. They are one. And how feelings and biological chemicals are all interconnected because they are one. And they were to be the helpmate, the expression, the vessel that this spirit man, Adam, man, was to use from the unseen world to express out through the soul, through communication and talking, through the physical body, what is going on in the unseen world. And through the spirit through the soul and the physical body, the culture, the kingdom of heaven would be expressed. Its rules, its laws, its beauty would all be expressed. That was the plan. That didn't happen so well. The soul, the helpmate, provided an avenue, a form and a way, a road of expression for the spirit man. So we had the unseen here, connected to the unseen God, the kingdom of heaven. Out of that came the soul. Can you see? Let me see if I can get it like that. The soul was connected to the physical body. Those two were to reflect this unseen. In words, thought, deeds, whatever it did, they were to be helpmates, servants of the spirit. But that got all messed up. So what happened was, the kingdom of heaven no longer had a legal, unperverted, pure and holy representative. And so the Holy Spirit that was in him to guide the spirit had to leave. So now we got still a spirit man who is alive. We have the soul and the physical body on earth. And they all fell into the kingdom of darkness. All to become slaves, ruled by, subjected by, ignorance from the king of darkness, Satan himself. The soul was to provide and still would provide expression for the spirit man in this kingdom of darkness. And the soul... And the spirit who were now one could send, like this, information to the spirit. And if there were unseen things going on in the spirit realm, because now the spirit was connected to this king of darkness, Satan, and his demonic forces, then that spirit could also then relay that information to the soul. So there was a two-way thing going on. Okay? The spirit back here could receive spiritual information. Pass it on to the soul. 
the soul would bring in earthly stuff through the eyes, the five senses, through the body, to the soul, and the soul would pass that on to the spirit. And the soul was this spirit man's helper out here. It was a big mess now. That was the condition of Cain. Spiritual man was to have the dominion through the expression of and by the soul and then out through the earthly body. And the whole tripart system which was an example of God himself because God is a father, he's a son and a Holy Spirit. So even our physical body our spirit, soul and body was a representative, an example of this unseen God that we had forgotten about and were not following. So this expression was to come through the soul and then through the earth and body. And it would execute the orders received by the soul. The physical body would. At the leadership of the spirit. From the directives of God Almighty. That was the original plan. Spirit to spirit. Spirit to soul. Soul to physical body. And that was the system. The kingdom that was set up. In originally that Cain lost this God who created him was to be his Lord which means I own you I, by right of creation so when they fell and got perverted the word tells us later through a King David that we were shaped we were conceived in iniquity and shaped in a way that we were perverted. So what happened was Satan took the same pattern that God had. And used it for himself and his kingdom of darkness here on planet earth. But the day of the fall of Adam and Eve. That led to Cain killing his brother Abel. And being kicked out of the presence of God himself spirit man and his helpmate the soul were free of sin they worked together as God intended them to be no problems the marriage of spiritual man and his earthen helpmate means they were one because when they came when Adam came out of his sleep and here's this beautiful creature all he could see was flesh and bones and that it came from flesh and bones God said okay that's how you're going to look at your helpmate as just flesh and bones by giving it its name you are giving its purpose its identity and its nature so in his ignorance, Adam actually named the helpmate the soul. And they had to become one. Man and his soul together on earth 
were to be the rulers they still are Satan is just using them for his purposes man and wife spirit and soul on the earth but the spirit was no longer a holy creature it was only of the earth the spirit man and the soul together as one one to express the father's heart that was the original intent one to keep the presence of God within his system to live in that atmosphere one to become children of God they would learn originally they were his children one in the kingdom of God one under the lordship of God the almighty one to serve his lord fitted together in the flesh fitted together as one flesh so the unseen spirit man Adam could rule as one flesh that was the pattern it was to be the spirit man was to dominate his flesh and his physical body but when he ate of the apple that went away he was now ruled he had become the son of Satan the adversary of God and through disobedience through his helpmate and there's a lot about this when we start studying of the religions and cultures by about why women are treated so bad because the soul was a female and it was to be a partner an equal partner a helpmate not beaten up not humiliated and abused and other cultures and faith in the darkness in the kingdom took these words to the uttermost place and is taking revenge out on the woman we can talk about that in another one spiritual man was unaware of Satan's fall knew nothing of him or of the kingdom or of anything that happened he was a baby just kind of came out all he knew was the the garden and God spiritual man was unaware of sin spiritual man and his soul had become one now they're here they're innocent and pure at first spiritual man was unaware of the spiritual wilderness outside of the garden of eden he was busy in there with the animals and doing whatever he was doing spiritual man was minding his own business in the presence of god on earth a lot of times i have to do that myself i have to pull back into the presence of god stay in that atmosphere because what's outside of that is the kingdom of darkness it is heartache and stress and fear turmoil and politics and weather and storms and it will cause you a lot of stress so you have to pull back into the presence you do that by prayer and reading the word learning more about him and you pull back into that presence get strengthened 
and get renewed. You come back into the garden. That's where Pastor Deborah's the shepherd of, where I go every night if I'm not working in the darkness. And you come and you get refreshed. Okay? Yes, the garden's here. It's on earth. It never left. Just got covered up, protected by a cherub with a flaming sword. But he's here. Spiritual man living in two worlds. A physical world now and a spiritual world. But having only one Lord and King. At that time, that's all he had. He didn't even know he was a king. But he was a a creature of the spirit and of the earth. And God made this so. This was some new territory. Because in the kingdom of heaven, it is all spirit. No spirits. They have bodies. They don't have an earthen clothes on them. They're not connected to this new territory called earth, the ground. And in this new territory, down here where there's us, earth and physical bodies stuff, trees and things the only legitimate spiritual rulers was you had to have a physical body made of this earth with a spirit being inside of it so in order to be a ruler and a reigner and this was new territory God had created so all the angels, even God himself they were just spirit, they had no earth covering them So they really weren't legal. God would work with us. But until he got the Holy Spirit back inside of us. He was even illegal down here. So Satan saw that and knew that law. So he said if God has to be inside of them. Through the Holy Spirit. To be a legal spirit. Ruling and reigning the spirit. In the physical body ruling this world down here both spiritually and earthly he had to be inside of man so Satan knew that so he said okay if I'm going to have my kingdom like God's I got to be inside of spiritual man so what do you think happened Mm -hmm. we all got him now came the serpent so we're going to stop right here before we get into Mr. Serpent. And I want to just pray with you. I know a lot of you don't know all this stuff about darkness. You are here in the garden. Yes, your spirit is a captive of your flesh. You have not yet had a Hebrews 4.12 experience. Where we circumcise the tip off. Like in a physical circumcision of a little penis, out comes the head. Now, in the Jewish culture, this was a sign and a symbol of the covenant, the agreement. We need a spiritual circumcision so out of your soul can come you, the spiritual you. And you can learn and hear the spiritual stuff of the kingdom. Some people it takes a while, but we can do it right now if you want. Okay. Dear Father, 
You know their hearts. You know what they're seeking. They're seeking you and your truth. I ask that you fulfill your words of Hebrews 4.12. And you provide through the sword of your spirit. A spiritual circumcision. Separate the spirit that you love so dearly. That has been so stolen and kidnapped, trafficked, abused. And held in slavery and ignorance from you. I ask that you do a Hebrews 4.12. You circumcise and you bring it on out. So it can come to your garden. You can start teaching it, loving it. Pouring your words of wisdom and light into it. Father, make a way for it to become what you intended it to be. Your child. Father, we thank you for fulfilling your words and beginning the process of Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. And so, Father, we thank you that you will bring these little ones out of the depths of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And a beautiful creature will come forth and begin to be fed and drink in your love and your nourishment to grow and develop. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We're going to finish here in part four. I'll pick up in part five of the kingdom of darkness. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. See you then. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually. And hear how she has helped people spiritually, the Lord's way, for many, many years. Come again, watch another one, and we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments. And if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.